Slim chickens? What? Slim chickens? Slim chickens? Yeah, man. Okay. Hello and welcome to the Omcast. My name is Dom, and one half of the Omcast, and joined by Tom. Say hello, Tom. Hello there. In this episode, we're reviewing the new action movie, Nobody, starring Bob Odenkirk and Connie Nielsen and directed by... You figured it out. Oh, Ilya... Ilya Nashula. Yeah, I've closed the tab with his name now, so I can't read it. Never mind. It was directed by the guy who directed Hardcore Henry. He's Russian. He's really cool. Yes. Um, So... It's very good. Nobody. Um, This is something that's been on the radar for a while. It's finally come out in the UK now. Um, and it's just, yeah, so it's this action movie, it's Bob Odenkirk in a very against-type role. <laughs> um, so Bob Odenkirk, for those who don't know, is the guy who plays uh, Saul or um, Jimmy, Jimmy McGill in the Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul TV series. That, that's the main thing he's known for. He's like a character actor who's been around for years and years. Yeah. But his main sort of breakout role was that in Breaking Bad. Um, and in that, he's kind of a sort of a sleazy lawyer, like, yeah, wheeler dealer type. Um, but like in this, he plays a suburban dad who has a dark secret and a dark past, and he <laughs> has a very particular set of skills. Uh, yes. Um, and chaos ensues. So it's yeah, it's it's very much an action film. Yeah, it's it's written by the same guy that did John Wick. Yes. So if you've seen that, you know kind of what you're expecting. Yeah, and I think that's the one. That's the biggest comparison is going to be is that it feels like John Wick. It kind of feels like a mixture of John Wick and that kind of the old man action movie, like yeah. the the Liam ne- all the Taken films, the Mel Gibson films. Um, Who else is doing them? But like, like um, I'd say the other one that it reminded me, uh, I compared it to um, Rambo, Rambo, yeah, like, Rambo Last Blood. Yes, that's the other one yes. you're thinking of. But this is like Rambo Last Blood without any of the, like the the, the racism. Prob- yeah, the problematic racism and like even though there is, like there's stuff that you could accuse <laughs> it of being racist and then you look up the fact that the director is Russian and it's for that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> if he's okay with it. Yeah. Um, then can we complain? Yeah. Um so yeah, I mean it it's a basically it's a really simple story. It's like a 90 minute movie and yeah. all it is is just this yeah, it starts out you you meet the Bob Odenkirk's character who's called Hutch, I think. Um, yeah. And he's yeah he's this sort of button down suburban husband. He reminds me a little bit of like dare, I dare not mention his name, but he reminds me a bit of um, Kevin Spacey's character from um, American Beauty. Yeah, where yeah, he's yeah. just like this like no one everyone thinks he's a piece of shit. He's like impotent. Like no one get like he's like no one thinks about him. At he's work. disappeared into suburban exactly. He just, and they show they like. What's really good is like the style of it just gets all that across really quickly and like really well. Yeah. Just by showing like one of the opening scenes is just this like fast cut, like sort of Edgar Wright style of his de- weekly routine, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah. Like flashing the days up on screen. It's like he does the same shit day in, day out. Yeah. Puts you know, gets a coffee, gets the rides the bus to work. Fucking his wife goes for a run on a, on like yeah. this day and his wife, forgets the bins on this yeah, day. He forgets the bins every day, which winds me up. <laughs> So how can you forget? Like how you consistently forget something that happens on the at the same I, time every week? It doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, especially if you like given is looking at his routine as well. It's like it's not like he's doing something really spe- like anyway. The thing is, <laughs> is the, the irony is is the it's the monotony of forgetfulness. It's because he's doing the same thing every day, day in day out. Mm. There's no difference from one but, day to the next. But also, there's no difference from one week to the next because no. surely. The following Tuesday, you'd have two weeks worth of rubbish piled up. Mm-hmm. Would he not? Doesn't make any sense, Tom. 
doesn't make any fucking sense. Listen, what he does, his particular <laughs> set of skills, is sneaking around at night and sharing the recycling from his bin into his neighbour's oh, bin. So that, that's the greatest crime he commits in this, then, is he's a fly tipper. No, he's not a fly tipper. He's, he's just like putting a, stuff he's, in his, he, yeah, his neighbour's like bins. A, yeah. It's even worse. It's just making use of somebody else's council-provided black or green bin, depending on which county you're in. Disgusting. Um, anyway, yeah, and then there's like, so th- that's how it sets up, does it really quickly, and then you get this sort of inciting incident where there's a, a you know, a home invasion. Two, yeah. two people break in with sort of ski masks on, and they're trying to rob his house for no particular reason. They're not there, like, it's not like there's a big conspiracy and it was a hit out against him or anything like that. No. And everything escalates from there, but I just really appreciated that style i guess the fact that yeah it wasn't like a big conspiracy it wasn't a a bit like it wasn't like that all right i did some bad stuff back in the day and now it's come they've come back to get me and and like we'll get into spoilers later but i appreciate it as well that there wasn't like a it, it didn't take itself seriously there was nothing really horribly bad happened to anyone really well a lot of bad things happened to the russians a lot of bad things <laughs> happened to yeah there's a there's a particular point in there where you think He's gone too far with yeah. some of the stuff that he does. Yeah. And I think that's one of the one like small issue that I've got is that uh, there's a point when I'm like, uh, oh, he's the bad guy now. I don't know. I don't know if and I ever quite that, got that. That point was I was like, oh, he's the bad guy now. And then he goes home and then you're like, oh, no, it's just there's some comedy in this. Yeah. Like I saw this as like an action comedy. Yeah, there is there is quite it is funny. Like capital yeah. action, lowercase comedy. Yeah, sort of thing. And it's yeah, um, yeah. Because I there don't are know. some things. There. there are things in there where you like. I get it. That's good one. Like because that's like that's a John Wickism or that's a Takenism and then there's this and this and this. Yeah. What I really enjoyed. The main comedy part for me was that every time he starts to explain something, somebody dies. Someone keeps dying. <laughs> like, they keep dying before like, he can finish his like like, monologue. It's like we're finally getting the monologue. Oh, shit, right. We're going to find out why he's such a badass and where what his background, his story is. And he just starts explaining it casually to somebody. And then he turns around, that person just died halfway <laughs> <Yeah>. through. <laughs> and and it happens a couple of times. And, and yeah, he just fucks off. <laughs> it's funny. But, or just like the fact that, just, yeah, the, the, the thing that makes him. Because when it first happens, the, the first, you know sequence he doesn't he doesn't spring into action and he gets like ridiculed for it and like, like you get all these weird like even like the cop who turns up he goes man if that had been my family yeah like did you even take a swing and it's this like toxic sort of like thing that everyone assumes that you gotta be violent or like when he goes he goes to work the next day and his his brother-in-law just gives him a gun says you mm. gotta protect my sister because yeah. you're a fucking beta male and you can't do it and then the one, the thing that finally triggers him is just he's got obviously he's got like a really sweet connection with his his um, little girl, his daughter, mm. and they establish that very very quickly as well. And then she she just goes, I think they took my kitty cat bracelet, and that's it. Yeah. And so like, it's not like like the equivalent in John in like John Wick is they kill his dog, yeah, which is horrible and like and just, and like and brutal and everyone hates it. And people and like everyone's girlfriend turns the movie off, yeah, but but like. <laughs> But this is just, uh, she thinks she's lost her kitty cat bracelet. Because what I like about that bit is it's like, that is one of those moments where it's like definitively the straw that breaks the camel's back. We can all relate to those things where it's a tiny, stupid thing. Yeah. But you're like, no, it's the principle of the matter. God damn it. It's it's the moral aspect of it. It's like, it's it's fucking not. Yeah. 
you're just angry. Yeah. But you've used it as an excuse. True. And it's like, and that's what I enjoyed about it. It's, it's this fucking balls out, kick the fuck out of bad guys. Yeah. And he's like, he, I think the thing with it is like, I don't know if he ever gets to the point with me, like where, oh, he's the bad guy now. I don't think I ever quite got there because yeah. like, just because of the scene, rather than, rather than we won't discuss everything plot, you know, plot by, you know, you know, plot point by plot point, but there's a point where, you know, he goes and finds the initial people who robbed him mm. and the way that scenario plays itself out sort of makes me feel like, oh, okay, fine. And it's not until the real bad guys show up that he really starts getting, like, ultra-violent. Yeah. And that's when he, like, he like he maybe does go too far, but they're, pro- they're proper bad guys. Like, they, they've established themselves as, like, they are proper bad guys, not just opportunistic no. robbers. If he'd done what he did to the um, Russians, to the people who robbed his house, I agree that he's a, yeah. he's a yeah, piece yeah. of shit, but he didn't do that. Do you know what I mean? No. And I feel like he maintains that throughout. Again, like if, if something, a similar thing had come up throughout the rest of the movie and he'd been confronted with whatever it happens to be, some sort of thing that made it real, he would have stopped, I feel. Yeah. But, I think, yeah, because it, it, it was only the scene on the bus. Yeah. Because it went from... It started, yeah, from nothing. It started, and then it was one of those things where it was almost sort of like virtue signaling like he's decided to step up yeah and protect this woman because these guys are around her and being a bit in- intimidating but the issue was is that all the way through that i was like oh they're gonna sort of upend this a bit and she's gonna be like i've got a gun yeah like i'm completely okay i think the, the thing but then she is, yeah. just and then all of a sudden she gets off runs past and says thank you and i was like I, he went like there's this big leap from where he was to where he's at. And yeah. is this boiling point of yeah. this, however many years of this frustration that's building up within him. And it is, you know, it, like the whole time that I was going through, I'm like, this is like a whole parable about like male impotent rage. Yeah, yeah. Which it is, but that's not doing it a disservice because no. it that's the way it comes across in that. Yeah. You know, and it's not like, um, <clears throat> it's not, doesn't do the same thing as Watchmen. No. Where they're like, aha, now they've gone and beaten up all these people. Now we can get a boner. <laughs> you know, it doesn't go that far. What it does is it addresses the fact that this man is suffering with this rage and yeah. the impotence isn't physical, it's mental. Well, it's not even. And I... he doesn't have this outpouring and he doesn't have this. He gave it up but can't remember why. Yeah, I think it's. To me, it's like the impotence that is one thing. I think more, more so, like thematically, the thing they come back to is. Do you remember who we used to be? Yeah. Do you remember who I used to be? Like, yeah. and then that's what having lost who like you were as a person because now you're defined by your relationships to other people. You're defined by being a father, being a yeah. husband, rather than being who you were. Yeah. And that's where it all comes back to. Like, and that's like they. It's really subtle. Like that it gets met just a couple of times someone says that, and he has like the scene with his dad after it's all happened and goes, "Are you all right? You don't seem all right." So because I remember who you used to be. Yeah. And that's what's gone, and that's what he's trying to get back to. I think it's more that than the it's the having that sense of agency and having that sort of control over your own destiny. I think which has been yeah. taken away from him. Um, I guess the thing, yeah, the thing with the the on the bus, which is the big like standout fucking ridiculous um, action sequence, the first one I should say, is that at that point there's no way that he can know that they are Russian mob. They're just random guys who just yeah. come onto the bus. I think they could have they could have quite easily solved that by doing what they they use. In a couple of instances in the movie, they use tattoos 
to sort mm. of give you a very quick yeah. I, like there's a point where he when he's tracking down the woman who uh, enters his house he's doing it based on a tattoo that's on her arm but then yeah. again there's another point where he goes into somewhere trying to look for her and there's a veteran in the corner who just sees his two tattoos he's got two i think they're like playing cards playing cards tattooed on his on the inside of his wrist and then suddenly he's fucking scared shitless of him yeah and says thank you for your service and then walks off <laughs> yeah, gets up and leaves like, locks you 15 locks yeah, exactly, which is brilliant again that's another like comedy oh all right it's comedy um but like yeah he could they could have quite easily written around that with the with the russians like when they all get on the bus he just all he has to do is look and see that like two or three of them have got the same tattoo which sort of is a, a russian mob initiation yeah. thing and that justifies everything he yeah, does yeah. from that point onwards it's quite an easy fix yeah but as it stands um, they're like these three oh, like four yeah. or five party boys that crashed their car yeah and, and just took like, over the bus said, got yeah. on the bus yeah They're like idiots and he just beats <laughs> like, them into i love he um the what's it the voiceover because there, there's a little bit of voiceover in this i don't overuse yeah. it but there's just a little bit i but kept forgetting that as well, but like, it's like he just goes every time god closes the door he opens a window so yeah. please open that fucking window. <laughs> so because because he, he sat there like can't wait to just beat the shit. Like I'm like and he said it earlier on as well when he has the money. I was just I'm just begging someone to try and fucking take it from me because you can tell he's, he just really yeah. wants to fight. He really wants to <laughs> yeah. fucking beat someone up. And it's like yeah, I, it's fine, fair enough. Like and that's that's part of what I was like. It was at that bit that I was like, he's 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 a bad guy like he's not to, and then but as it gets like not to get into spoiler territory but when you get to the like the end of the film yeah. you understand a lot more but like it's it escalates from the other t- side as well it becomes this yeah. war, war of attrition sort of thing you do this then we do this and so he gets to like every time he steps up they step up again to counteract him and then it kind of justifies what he does next a yeah. little bit I mean he still goes too far like, yeah. but yeah, but it's exactly. fun to watch um, and yeah I think that's the main thing with this is that it is like ultra violent but it's just really good fun yeah I think it's like the style of it is great like I think the the music is brilliant yeah like the way they use music to just and it's all this like old school sort of crooner music like um, the impossible dream yeah um, but there's like I am end. what I am. Yeah. What else? Is there? There's loads of like really like really cool like needle drops. Mm. Um, but it's also like it's it's all the music that's in there is like this. What would be either music that he's adopted from his dad or he's picked up from his time in like the seventies. Yeah, there aren't any, and that's again what I like is that like, this is a soundtrack to his his actions and his life. Yeah, it's not a selection of music that's been picked up. Because it's fucking junky XL, or yeah. like I don't know Pharrell or anyone like that. It sort of really leans into it in like knowing who it is. Yeah, it's like yeah, what a wonderful world, Louis Armstrong. Yeah, um, I've got to be me. Um, you'll never walk alone. Yeah, that was an interesting one. Well, it is because like you'll never walk alone has a different <laughs> ring yeah. to it in the UK than it yeah. might do anywhere else. Yeah. So for anyone, any of our international, song. yeah, it's a, it's it's a theme, a song that's been adopted by Liverpool Football Club as like their anthem. Yeah. So when you hear it in the <laughs> movie, huh? Liverpool? What? I'm forever blowing bubbles. I thought <laughs> it's like I'm next. <laughs> Fuck. Well, I don't know much about football, but I know this ain't right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like. Um, yeah, when the Saints come marching in. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, and it's like, there's so much to this, mm. and there is like this like moral complexity and in, in there as well. And you're like, 
oh, okay, it's that's a bit much. But then you're like, but then like I think it's just this man's just full of rage. That's the other thing is like there are he like so to, like for the very back end like he gives people the opportunity to walk away. Yeah, and they don't. Mm-hmm. And it's like he would like they wouldn't have given him the opportunity to walk. Like that's where he still has the moral high ground. Just yeah, Jeremy. You know I mean? They wouldn't have got get, offered him a deal. They would have just killed him and killed yeah. his entire family because that's what they do. But he's like right, tit for tat. Let's call it a day. That's yep. that, but at the same time, he then goes back out into the car. He's got his fingers crossed, hoping that they yeah, like, exactly, chase, which is great. But they didn't have to. <laughs> no, not, he didn't force them to do anything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's like, and it's it's his solution to that. And you're like, right, he was suited to his past because yeah. of this. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's one. It's kind of um, it had like a bit of a like a Dexter vibe. Yeah. To me, like that was one thing that was sort of picked up after the fact that I was like it does kind of remind me of something like this avenging bad guy yeah and it's like yeah it's like he you do get his backstory eventually and you get and it's like it's really well framed in terms of like they 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 show you the backstory and he uses some of the same shots and stuff that you've seen previously in terms of like how he is with his family and it's this idyllic like perfectly framed picture of a family having sitting around having dinner and it's like it's not real but it's just in your head of <laughs> yeah. what you think it should yeah. be. And it's just like, it, yeah, it's so, honestly, it's really, really well directed as well. I really appreciate mm. how well it was done. Um, and just, again, the amount of communication in terms of like the amount of, you know, um, information and context you're able to get in just a short period of time. It just yeah. shows, again, that films don't have to be two and a half hours long no. to have complexity and a bit of depth to them. <laughs> it's yeah. like... And again, there's like there's implications in terms of his backstory with his family. So you've got so Christopher Lloyd plays his dad, yeah, which is great. I didn't know I needed to see Christopher Lloyd blasting the shit out of a load of Russians with a shotgun, yeah, but I did. And it there's was great. Mystery character voice over a radio, yeah. Who it, you spoilers do get introduced to in the film? Yes, you do. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know that from when they put the the names of the um the cast up. Oh, have they? No, no, well, as the film opens, it's Bob Odenkirk, whatever, all the names coming up. Does it? Is, yeah. Oh, is he in there? Yeah, he's in oh, there. Oh, I didn't know. Okay, yeah, it's Rizzo. I did. So... I, I did. I was like, oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> as wow. soon as he spoke, I was like, oh, shit, Rizzo's in this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, Connie Nielsen plays the wife, does a really good job. Uh, yeah. the, the kids are good. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just, I don't know what more else to say about it. Really. It I'm, is I'm... like, yeah, it is exactly what it is. It's this male hyper-violent, punchy, yeah. explodey, car chase, machine gun, super fun action time. Like, yeah. it's carrying no subtext whatsoever. I don't but know, it's we've, really we, fun. We've talked about the, the like, subtext yeah. of impotence and whether, and trying to be back to your old self again. So there is some subtext. There are some. There? There's like a little bit. There's in a little there, bit. But there's not like, it's very minor. Yeah. And it's like, it's like you scratch the surface and you get sort of beyond it. And yeah. you're like, is it, I mean, it's more style over substance, but that's that's yeah, what yeah. it's for. Like again, this is the guy who made Hardcore Henry, exactly, which was a like for those who don't remember, Hardcore Henry was the film where it Awful. was filmed entire, but it was filmed entirely from a first person perspective, as though you're what playing a video game. Yeah. So again, it's more of a like style experiment than it is anything else. Um, and there are things in this like the other uh, shot that stood out to me was like there's a really that when we are introduced to the villain. Like the main head of the Russian mob, whose name I can't yeah. remember, but like there's this really long like one-er shot, which is amazing. He just it's like a um, 
Goodfellas style, him following him into the club that he clearly owns, and he yeah. just walks straight in there, gets a drink, goes up on stage, starts dancing, and it's all just one long yeah. shot the whole way through. It's like, oh, this is cool. And he like, cool. walks in, he starts singing, everybody loves him. Every, yeah. Cars are moving out of the way for him. Yeah. <laughs> and it is like this, like, yeah, I, it is brilliant. It's super stylized. Um, it, like, everyone's having a great time. And then you end up with, like, yeah, there's like sort of a home alone um, sort yeah. of meets. <laughs> it reminded me a little bit of Skyfall as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then that, that was the one where it really reminded me of, um, like, towards the back end, there's a sort of a fortress fight, is like the big climactic thing, which isn't a spoiler. Um, but that's where it was. Literally, some of the traps he was making were very similar to the ones from Rambo. Yeah. And but the difference was there wasn't all this weird subtext about the, the fucking you know the Mexicans coming over here be, and every Mexican drug dealers and coming onto my land. And it just it, I'm a flag waving American on my porch. Yeah, exactly. It, there was none of that, so it just felt a lot more just it was okay sort of thing yeah and it was a different scenario like he made them chase him like it wasn't like they were coming over here for no reason yeah like, um coming yeah he's like coming over here invading my land like there was none it's, of that yeah so it was just like okay this is how you do it this is not, this is a much better <laughs> way of doing it um and fucking odenkirk is like a revelation in this he looks oh my com- god yeah he's he, brilliant he looks completely different for a start he's clearly lost a lot of weight to do this role yeah and he just absolutely sells it you can see this sort of Boyd in rage underneath, and then the yeah, minute it, it triggers, you you believe it. Yeah, from a ca- and from a character perspective as well, it's almost unrecognisable because yeah. you'd used to him seeing this like plucky, like fast talking, put upon guy. Yeah. Where in this, he's just this quiet, mm. mild mannered background guy. And it's all this really... like like seething, like some of those like scenes in the kitchen where he's making the breakfast. Yeah, and like the little things where like it's like the son says, "Oh no, I've got to talk to a veteran for my school report." He said, oh, why don't you talk to your uncle? He uh, was a real soldier. He was a real. He was a real soldier, and it's like I already called him, and like you just get this little look of annoyance on his face. It's yeah. really subtle, and it's just like off to one side, and it's just all those little things. Like again, you can never imagine in a million years Saul Goodman. Like, no. <laughs> do you know what I mean, it's crazy. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's brilliant. It's so good. It um, is great. I, yeah, yeah, I really recommend it. Like, I, it's definitely something to go back and watch if you want something that's like. Balls of the wall action, spectacular, guns, car chase. Yeah, it's like tight, smart, funny. Yeah, yeah, brilliant. Very self, very self-aware. Yeah, as well, which is one thing I wanted to sort of bring up as well. Is it, it recognizes what it is. Yeah, and even like, even in like some of the choreography, like the the one thing that I really appreciated about like that opening fight they had on the bus is that it's not just like a ridiculous, you know, a man twice the age of everyone else absolutely ripping the shit into, but it, like it yeah. really is a struggle. He really struggles in that fight. And he, he gets, gets the shit kicked yeah. out of him as well. And it and rightly so. Like when it starts, like you feel like I'm gonna fuck you up and it's all this ridiculous stylized thing. But then immediately he gets punched in the face and just <laughs> reels back from it like, oh fuck, oh shit. Like like a man who hasn't been punched in the face for about twenty years. Yeah. So it was like, okay, right, I appreciate that it. it was he wasn't just a fucking superhuman killing yeah. machine. Um, and then again, as with the stuff later on, it's like it's only because of the amount of preparation and stuff that he had, and additional help that he had, yeah. that he was able to even survive it. So they've struck a nice balance of him being a badass without being a complete like superhero, which is yeah. sometimes they stray into in John Wick sometimes. Yeah, where it's just he gets thing... a, it gets a bit silly, particularly in the sequels, where yeah. it's just like, well, this is like he's just unkillable, isn't he? Like, yeah, he's now got a bulletproof suit. Yeah, and but his suit's bulletproof. 
but and he can get shot and it hurts a bit, but he's okay. But he can get punched, and it really fucking hurts. Yeah, <laughs> you know, one of these things is a bit different to the other. Meh. But, uh, but yeah, it's um, it's a fucking banger. Like, yeah, I yeah, really, really recommend it. Um, definitely. And like again, if you're looking forward to go back out to the cinema and see stuff at the moment, and you're up for like, an action film. Be prepared for some serious violence. Yeah. Um, but as a film to go watch with your mates, I think this is a great one. Yeah. Um, or anyone, yeah, anyone who's into the, uh, basically John Wick. If you're after a John Wick style thing yeah. and you've got any sort of fondness for that franchise in particular, this is up your alley mm. and you should definitely go check it out. Yeah. Again, slight warning. It's a bit more visceral than John Wick <laughs> in certain places. I don't know. I don't know. We'll, we'll discuss this off air. <laughs> <laughs> There's one particular kill in jo- in John Wick one that I'm thinking of, which is kind of comparable to the. One. I know. Okay. I, I know which one you're thinking of. We'll talk about it off air. Anyway, thanks. For, <laughs> <laughs> thanks for listening, guys. We will be back um, probably next week. The new Pixar film is out. Yes, next Luca. week. Luca, uh, which looks good. Is it? Unfortunately, it's been released on Disney Plus. Yeah, which I think it's a bit of a shame because it's always great to see those in cinemas, but. We will watch it. We will review it. Last mm-hmm. thing they released on Disney Plus was Soul, which was fucking unreal. So, yeah. regardless of where yeah, the release format, Pixar are always going to come through and usually deliver something pretty good. Yeah. Um. So that'll be good. We'll watch that next week. Um. Anything yeah. else in the meantime? Let us know. Yeah. Let us know if you've got anything that's coming up that you want us to watch or any recommendations. Some of you can text us directly. Mm-hmm. Again, Fro, we're really sorry that we couldn't do Army of the Dead. Yeah, sorry. Just quickly, Army of the Dead. Um, I really enjoyed it. Tom hates it because he hates Zack Snyder. That's uh, not what happened, was it? That is exactly what happened. Um, and they're in a time loop, and it's, it's, and it's aliens. It's all. It's it's really really clever. It's far it's far more intellectual than people really really believe you just don't understand it if you don't like it because it's just it's so much smarter than you you're aware of that's right jordan peterson did a really good video on it on youtube <laughs> i'll send it to you right thanks for listening guys we will see you next week see you next time bye bye good because then i don't have to look at my bank account Woohoo! <laughs> right <laughs> Cool. Right, they're preparing our order. We are recording still. Let's just crack on. They, that whole thing was recorded. I just didn't press stop. We're, Great, nine, we're nine minutes in. Send me the whole thing when we're done because I'm definitely going to use some of that. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs>